0: Would someone order that size of the lobster to eat? Where's well, its eyes and things like that? That's yeah. the eyes there, right? Okay. Nice. Oh! Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Teeth, right? that's, that's quite hairy, isn't too? What do you call these? Mm-hmm. Their they, legs? Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's amazing.
1: Have you ever dreamed of living on a paradise island? That's exactly what Yvonne Campbell will be doing for a whole year. Otherworld Travel presents Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island.
0: Welcome to episode four. So a few days ago, we started a period of national pause here in Barbados. Here's the Prime Minister to tell us all about it. Reflect, relax, renew, do those things. This time will pass fast and that's why I've only chosen the first three hours and hope you don't have to experience like me the fourth hour or regrettably those few people who are now currently battling COVID. So what this means in practice is that you can only go to the beach and you can only exercise between 6am and 9am. This is going to be a bit of a challenge for me because between Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's the hours that I work. I'm trying to coordinate with UK working hours. I'm sure it'll be fine, there's plenty of other days I can get out and about. I won't be going hungry because the supermarkets are open. Also, I got two weeks worth of home-cooked food delivered, which is now in the freezer. It's plant-based food by Yummy Mummy, so we'll see how that goes. I'm a big meat eater, so I might have to add some chicken to a few of the dishes. But given the Prime Minister's advice, I thought, why not use this episode to reflect on my first month? So, how's it been going? Well, where I live, it's been amazing. You've heard a couple of episodes ago about my excitement about moving into my new place. I've got friends at the bottom of the garden who've moved out, so Anne and Andy. They've moved to another part of whole Town, so I will get to see them in a few weeks again, hopefully. But I have had a new neighbour who's moved in. Really lucky that our balconies are within talking or probably shouting distance to each other, so I should have a bit of company and someone to speak to during this 15 day of National Pause. I've had a couple of birds that have moved in, so I might end up talking to the birds. And they have been named Bridie and Bertie by my nephew, Oisin, back in Ireland. So one of the birds is now nesting, so we'll see how that goes. I've never dealt with nesting birds, so I'm hoping there's not going to be any issue there. I've also been spending quite a lot of time lounging around in some outdoor furniture that I had. So I just had to look up what you call the chair. It is the most comfortable chair I've ever come across. But it also looks like the most uncomfortable chair you've ever seen. And I think you call it the Adirondack chair. So in Canada, it is called the Musococca chair. I'm not too sure about that. But essentially, it's got these very large, wide armrests. It's got a tall saddled back and a seat that's higher at the front than it is in the back. So basically, you slouch into it and it is so comfortable. So I'm basically living on my balcony. So living on my balcony... And weirdly, watching these cruise ships sail up and down the West Coast. So I know for a fact that the cruise ships aren't sailing with passengers at the moment. There is a rumour that it is too expensive to dock. So they just keep them basically out at sea going up and down. If anybody knows anyone on those cruise ships, please get in touch with me. I would love to know what they're up to whilst they're sailing up and down the coast.
1: Life. In Barbados, a year on a paradise island.
0: So, one of the things I have been doing is making lots of friends. So, there have been many people I've met who came to stay for a two week holiday and have ended up staying two weeks, three months. They've basically extended their stay. There's a lot of people here who are like myself and are on the welcome stamp, that is the 12 month visa that's a government initiative. And it's to attract more people to come and live in the country, working remotely for a year. So there's quite a lot of people doing that as well. And the locals have been extremely welcoming. Everybody is really friendly, very happy to stop and have a chat. And one of the people I met on the beach the other day was Stephen. Now he makes hats and various other things from coconut trees. This
1: is like second nature.
0: Yeah, you could do it in your sleep bed too. Something like that. So what
1: do you make? you put a bowl there. What else do you
0: do? I make bowls. I make um hanging planter. Lump shade. Go over to my show notes and you'll also see a photograph of Stephen so you get a bit of an idea of the hats that he's talking about. And I'll definitely be buying a hat off him once National Pause ends.
1: Life in Barbados.
0: You probably heard a couple of weeks ago on one of the episodes where I was speaking to Nicholas, the Baysian warrior. So Nicholas spends all his afternoons basically exploring beaches of Barbados so I'm sure this national pause and the restrictions on beach time will be a significant challenge for him but he has found a very creative way to make it work for him have a listen to this this is my resort to when I am unable to go to the beach I have my beach umbrella I have my beautiful trees and my cool out spot dig my feet in the sand This is sandy beach, people. So I back myself over here. I am not losing this beach, boy, dance. So, you know, if you can't go to the beach, bring a bit of the beach to you. Great idea. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Please do subscribe to Life in Barbados to follow my journey and never miss an episode.
1: Life in Barbados. A year on a paradise island.
0: So apparently, over the last week, we've had some of the biggest swells in Barbados in years. Listen to this. I'm at a restaurant on the beach. The waves are getting bigger and bigger. And last time, it literally came up on the deck and around my feet. It is absolutely stunning. So I'm looking forward to finishing up dinner, heading down home, because I also live on the beach itself. And... There's not To be fair, the beach that I normally go on to outside of my house is not going to be there because it will be covered in water. So I'll have to get into the garden or up on the balcony and appreciate it from there. But like, wow, like, like literally, can you hear that? Absolutely stunning. It's washed away quite a lot of the beaches and the bays. So even the little small beach that is at the bottom of my garden, well, there isn't much of a beach at the moment. It's just a lot of water. And there's been a massive tree trunk that has washed Further down the beach which is just a bit crazy. So there has been serious waves and it's probably been a surfer's paradise. Although I'm not sure exactly how much surfing people are doing. It's really been amazing to hear and see those waves but remember there are some seriously dangerous conditions so always be safe and consider what you're doing before you head out into the water.
1: Life in Barbados.
0: The other thing I've been doing over the last month has been eaten out quite a bit. So a few nights ago I was in Tides just before pause once again. And I tell you what, it really lived up to its name. Have a look at my video in my show notes and you will see the waves crashing over the boardwalk. That night I was also caught cheating on my South Coast taxi driver with my West Coast taxi driver. So... Yeah, it's a bit like cheating on your hairdresser, isn't it? When you get caught out, quite embarrassing and you have to make many apologies. So very sorry to my South Coast taxi driver. But, you know, they're two different coasts. They're quite far apart. And I wouldn't have you coming up here for a 10 minute journey. The other places I've managed to eat over the month have included Lone Star, where I had a beautiful Sunday roast. I wasn't expecting that a place called Sea Shed where I would recommend the Parmesan truffle fries and the octopus. I also got to try out Lobster Alive. So again, go to my show notes and check out the live lobsters that you get to see before you actually eat them. I was in Champers and had an amazing creme brulee but the view of the sunset was absolutely stunning from there and there was lots of people fly fishing. Not forgetting a very local place I went to a couple of weeks ago where I tried some pig's tail. Have a listen to this. I would like to He's try to a match bit of pig's tail first. This is the pig's tail. You know, it looks like a rib. Is that pig's penis to me. Is pig's, penis? Is pig's penis. What do you think? Does it tastes good. Okay, Does it taste like a rib? Do you think, or? It like pig. It like pig. <laughs> <laughs> Here and it from rib-like to an actual <laughs> tail. <You're> going to <laughs> the tail end. Look, you see it? It looks a bit like a sausage, but it's obviously the end of the tail. I would say penis, <laughs> didn't I? No,
1: you mean tongue? Oh.
0: Sure I can't <laughs> would i try pig's tail again i probably would but i probably need to like chop off the very end tail bit that makes it very tail like it was pretty tasty actually so yeah i'd definitely give it a go again
1: life in barbados a year on a paradise island
0: in terms of getting out and about and doing different activities, I probably haven't done as much as I was hoping to outside of the eating. I did go on the food tour a few weeks ago and you heard a recording of that last week. I also managed to do some diving in Carlisle Bay with some friends and they were diving for the very first time. So they did their Discovery scuba diving and it's a really good way to experience diving without going through the full training. So basically, some people call it a try dive It's trying out a dive before you do some of the official accreditation. So they were really nervous, but I must say they were amazing and they were like so much better than me when the first time I went diving. So anybody out there that would ever consider doing diving, but is a little bit apprehensive, try a Discovery scuba dive session. So you learn all the skills and then you manage to do a dive. And if you have a great instructor, they will really put you at ease. One of the other things I did manage to do was fishing with locals. So this was a good three, four weeks ago. So within a few days of me arriving, I came across local fishermen and they invited me to try some fishing. Put hold here. Put your finger like One this. One finger there. OK. Right? Yeah. And you turn the bit off. Right. Right.
1: You hold like this yeah. and
0: then you do it like that. Oh, wow. And you let go? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm going to bring it back in.
0: you sure you want to trust me to do this? Yeah. yeah. Do well, Hi, Hi. fishing? I am. I'm looking at the stars as well. Oh, beautiful stars. So, my friend Neil has been banging on and on about fishing here in Barbados, so... He's not actually a fisherman, so I'm not too sure what his deal is, but basically, I think he can just picture people fishing in Barbados, which they do. Everywhere you go, lots of local people are out fishing, catching their fish of the day to put dinner on the table. Oh, Neil,
1: this is Tony (laughs) in Barbados, and I'm hoping you come here very soon so we can have a good time fishing together, okay? Just come. I got the rod, I got the bait, I got everything you need, I got the water. All you have to do is just turn up to Barbados, and we'll take it from there.
0: Amazing. You know, he's definitely interested in coming, so this this might clinch it. Well, Neil, there is absolutely no excuse now. You have a personal invite from Tony, so you must come. The end result of my fishing was no fish caught, so that was a bit disappointing, but I'm definitely going to try it again.
1: Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island.
0: And then on to another experience. I got my new car. So I managed to get a lease for a whole year, which was great. And this is what happened when my car was delivered and I tried to drive it for the first time. And it's an automatic. They didn't really have the model that I wanted uh, and stick. I've just tried to drive it. <laughs> i feel like I need to do a driving lesson. Um, I suppose, actually thinking about it, um, I like ride the clutch quite hard when I drive. So, but what is usually the clutch is now the brakes. So yeah, this is potentially a disaster waiting to happen. I think I might actually need a bit of a driving lesson before I'm let loose on the roads in an automatic car. Now here's the thing: I'm a pretty experienced driver, pretty confident driver. I've driven race cars around Silverstone. However, driving this automatic, I was pretty perplexed. at not a clue what was going wrong until someone let me into a secret. You do not use your left leg when driving an automatic. So my clutch leg I had on the brake. So essentially I was trying to brake and accelerate at the same time, which is what was causing all the issues. So now that I know the secret of just pretend you don't have a left leg and use your right leg it is absolutely fine yeah it took someone to tell me that you know you don't learn that whenever you're doing your manual drive theory or practical so I'm not too sure well yeah I suppose logic would tell you (laughs) that's how it goes but I am now mobile not as mobile as I would have been pre pause But at least I have the car at the door, which means I can go to the supermarket if my frozen food runs out. Or I can drive to a beach that isn't washed away and I can get some exercise in.
1: Life in Barbados.
0: So my reflections overall is that I have been absolutely loving it here. It was definitely the right move to come. It's been really easy to settle in. I think everything seems pretty straightforward as long as you can get out and about and meet people and if you meet a couple of local people everyone knows everyone here on the island or can help you get whatever it is you need. Be that a car, find somewhere to live, whatever it is people are really friendly and are very happy to help. I've been getting into more of a routine in the last couple of weeks which usually involves dedicated work time and making sure I'm around somewhere to watch the sunset It's a very calming time of the day and kind of sets you up very well for the evening time and to get early to bed. I've tried quite a lot of restaurants in the West Coast, but I need to get out and go a bit further afield after the national pause. So if anybody's got any recommendations on restaurants beyond the West Coast that I should try out or any dishes beyond pig's tails that I should be trying, do let me know. I also need to try some different activities and see different sites. So again, any recommendations on that, please get in touch. If you are enjoying the show, I would really love you to subscribe. You can head over to life-in-barbados.com forward slash podcast. And you can get the details of various different platforms where you can subscribe. Or just head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or even Ask Alexa All you have to do is search for Life in Barbados. Thanks for listening and I hope you tune in again next week.
1: Make sure you subscribe to Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Go to life-in-barbados.com forward slash subscribe.
0: If you've been enjoying life in Barbados, you're going to want to check out my other show, The Bucket List. Each episode, I chat with locals, guides, and even some people I met along the way on various dream trips, experience safari in Tanzania, road trips across the US, and hiking across Australia's national parks, just to mention a few of the episodes. Go to otherworldtravel.com forward slash podcast. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.